0: I really wanna talk about what communication should feel like in a healed attachment style relationship. And so really like what I mean is what securely attached communication looks like. But I want to approach this from the perspective of me not sharing with you a story or you know, from the perspective of two securely attached people I've seen who came into the world and and were securely attached to begin with. I wanna talk to you specifically about individuals who are insecurely attached, worked on their communication and then what their communication should look and feel like so that you have something to move towards in terms of a North star and what sort of like a guiding force, right? So, so what I want you to realize as I share this information in this video today, and I'm going to go through and tell you like what it should look like, what it should feel like some steps you can take to, to actually get there. What I want you to recognize, is that one of the benefits to being an insecurely attached individual and starting your journey into yourself is that in order to achieve secure communication and proper communication where you can like truly stay rooted and present and not be super triggered and not lose your your sense of self and stability and actually like have space to empathize and hear and understand somebody else's perspective as they're communicating to you at a point of contention or conflict and still express your feelings and needs and boundaries and communicate back and like stay rooted, one of the most beautiful things is that for a securely attached person with less wounds, less trauma, less big triggers that can be set off, a natural tendency to communicate their needs and feelings and not feel triggered um, in doing so, for you to be able to achieve this degree of communication that we're gonna be talking about in this video one of the benefits of being an insecurely attached person is that the work forces you to go deeper into yourself, to understand yourself so profoundly, to know your core wounds, to be able to express your fears, to work through and be vulnerable. And if we have two insecurely attached people doing this work and sharing more vulnerably, knowing their fears, understanding where they came from, being able to hold space for another person and hear and understand them too, if we have two insecurely attached people who are able to do this in the relationship, what I've seen in all of my work with couples over the years is that these people stay together and their relationship friggin flourishes, it thrives. I don't think to date, I think there's been two people I've seen in the history of my entire practice in couples work specifically, two couples who have done this work, really put themselves into it wholeheartedly and been like, yeah, and we don't want our relationship to work. It almost always goes the opposite direction. And in those two cases, their relationship in the splitting up was so amicable and so beautiful. And like they maintained a friendship after, the, after splitting up because they showed up and they did this work. So like what I want you to understand is that I think a lot of people are like, oh, people get bored in relationships or people, you know, relationships won't last or, you know, you just build up resentment over time. No, that's what we've seen. in 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 most of the relationships that were modeled to us, this isn't what we should be going for. It's not to like settle in and make the relationship survive for years and say, you made your marriage work. It's to be in a relationship. And the, the goal is to be in a relationship And to get to a space where you're so clear about yourself, you're so able to be vulnerable and share things with a partner. And that person is doing the work as well so that they can be clear about their fears, their insecurities, their issues, work through them on their own, but also share them in the relationship so both people can properly take each other into consideration. And you can get to a point in a relationship where the roots you've built and like nourished and and harvested are so deep that it's really hard to make that relationship not work. The relationship becomes basically unshakable because the roots are so deep and when when people you know feel seen heard understood loved cared for taken into consideration in their weaknesses in their vulnerabilities you know it for all of who they are this is how we're really getting to a space of somewhat unconditional love and this is how relationships really really feel fulfilling and rewarding so I feel like I'm like kind of extending this point a little bit too long, but what I want you to understand, and I'm gonna go through and tell you some steps in a moment and like what this should look like and feel like and how you can get there. What I really want you to understand is that if you are an insecurely attached person, don't stress. Like these are just a subconscious set of patterns. They're reprogrammable. And also you can get to a point in your life where you are like, okay, you know, communication can be so great. I can do the work on myself so much and my relationship can be even stronger and deeper and more profound than it ever would have been as just coming into the world and getting secure programming because I did this work because I was forced to get to know myself for the healing process. Okay. So, And because then I was able to learn how to share and communicate that self with others, and then to hold space and be compassionate and empathetic enough to hear somebody else out and to see them and to want to do the same thing back for them, which creates this much deeper connection in in a relationship. So what I'm going to take you through is just what what your goal should be in terms of communication and some steps and strategies you can use to get there to achieve that, okay? And if you're looking to do this work specifically, do the communication course inside the school and then the communication script course, which is sort of like the advanced version, which will give you all the principles of like how to understand, how to communicate in a relationship, and then specific scripts to guide you there and to get there, okay? And I'm going to tell you how to do this right now. So. Number one, yes, the road is longer, right? The, no matter what, if you're if you come into the world securely attached, it's gonna you've you've learned at an early age if you're securely attached that your feelings and needs are worthy of being expressed and worthy of being heard, and so you feel safe communicating them. And if you are an insecurely attached person, you don't have that same programming and so yes you have to dig deeper into yourself you have to understand your core wounds okay you have to understand the meaning you give to situations because let me tell you a story right now i had a couple come into my office once and the female was like so angry i used to tell this story all the time i haven't told it in so long but the female was so angry about the husband leaving the laundry on the floor and she was like i am disrespected like she was like so mad she felt like every time she saw that piece of laundry Her husband was disrespecting her and she was livid. She was like 10 out of 10 angry. And we know you're not 10 out of 10 mad because the clothes are on the floor. You're 10 out of 10 mad because of the meaning you give to the clothes being on the floor. And as she was expressing her anger in my office, the husband was getting like very sad and like, you know, you could see his body language really shift and become like defensive and and almost like childlike. And I asked him like, okay, so what do you make this mean when she's getting so mad about the laundry? And he's like, well, she must not love me very much because I try so hard to be a good husband in all these other areas and she's like, you know, getting so mad about this. And, you know, I, I, and he lists off all these things that he did in the marriage and with the kids. And, and so you have this couple and they're like really going at it, arguing about the clothes being left on the floor, but it's not about the clothes. It's about the meaning being given to the situation. And we need to understand as individuals, what our meanings are. And if you pay close attention, the meanings you give to things that are painful for you are actually a pattern. They're actually all around in your psyche. So you might make it, you know, for example, that woman, she was making the clothes the for me. I'm disrespected. And she also felt disrespected easily by teachers in the school she worked for. She also felt disrespected by her kids if they talked back to her. She also felt disrespected by her parents. So she had had this wound that was imprinted on her and she kept... Sort of reprojecting that and putting that meaning back out onto her external environment and we all have patterns of meaning we give to things and we need to understand what ours are so that we can begin doing the reprogramming work around them. It's extremely, extremely important. So that's number one. Okay, we need to understand our core wounds. And we need to be able to question those stories that we tell you know can i 100 percent know my husband disrespects me if he leaves the clothes on the floor can i work through that can i can i look for the reasons he does respect me so i can still go to him and say hey it's really important for me that you pick up your clothes and i really need to set a boundary how can we work on this together because this is getting very upsetting for me in the relationship but i can go in there and have that conversation from an even-keeled space where i'm most likely to get heard and received because i'm emotionally regulated when i go in i don't go in and say you always leave the clothes on the floor what's wrong with you nobody hears that people hear you want to fight with me and now i have to defend myself because people's early associations and programs from childhood are oh my god i'm being attacked and i lose you know it's a big tall scary parent And there's just little child like me. And so all of our earliest programs around what it means to to be in conflict are painful and we lose and we feel powerless and all these things. So in our adult lives, we're all trying to equilibrate from that and take our power back and, and get mad, but then we don't get heard by other people because they're having the same experience as we are and they're defensive and shut down. So it's so important that we understand the meaning, we question our stories, we go into communication regulated, and then we share the meaning we, we give it's so important to be able to do this this is like this is like when we're reaching a level of mastery in our communication to be able to say listen I know you're not trying to disrespect me when you leave the clothes on the floor, but every time I see that, that's what comes up for me. I experience feeling like you have no respect for me. And so it's really painful. And, and I know that that's probably my individual meaning. And I know that you might respect me in all these other ways, but you know, as we navigate this and as we work on this, let's put some strategies into place. And I could also really use knowing that you do respect me and I'd like to hear that from you. And so we have to be able to say like, this is the meaning i give it's probably my meaning but this is what i'm experiencing and i want you to know what that feels like for me so you can empathize with that so you can understand that and then you think twice about the clothes on the floor it's not just oh a little mess and no mess ever hurt anybody it's oh my wife feels disrespected and so we have to be able to share that context And every single time that we do as people it's really beautiful and powerful because i think what unconditional love is and what it's made up of and how we reach that sort of point is it's the absence of all of the invisible walls we be, we build between ourselves and another person. Because we make assumptions and we project our own stories and our own expectations and and every time we do that, it prevents us from truly seeing and hearing and understanding another person. And if we can't truly see and understand and hear another person, how we can, how can we properly take them into consideration and how can we properly love them as they are not as we've thought them up to be. And so part of this work and part of what we're trying to get to when we're insecurely attached and, and we wanna become secure is we want to be able to communicate these fears that we have, communicate these pain points that exist within our psyche, still work through them within ourselves, but share them with our partners so they can see and understand us more deeply and then love us more accordingly. And we can feel love because we know that we're seen and heard and understood and, and taken into consideration as we are, not as the story of us that they've created. If that makes sense, okay? Because we do that. We we don't see people when we're in pain. We see the stories of them. Oh, this person is supposed to be clean because I expect them to be. And the fact that they're not is them disrespecting me. And we give all this meaning and we tell these stories. And it's like it's like we cover somebody up in like post-it notes of of thoughts we have about them. And and then we forget that they're their own human being. And we have to be able to share ourselves, get hurt, and then ask and work to understand somebody else's perspective. And so what we're trying to get to when we go through this whole process is we're trying to get to this point where we can understand the meaning or the wound, work through that wound within ourselves by questioning that story, share that we have that wound with our partner and ask for what we need as a result. Like, I, I need us to work on this and let's put some strategies together. I need you to be more tidy. And like, how can we do that? And then see your needs through. Not expect that because you communicated once, somebody's going to be perfect. Show up again, have a conversation again. If somebody never tries, that's a different matter. But if somebody's like, you know, pretty good with the laundry after that conversation and then they forget every few weeks or every few months, but there's a massive improvement, we can't shame somebody for that because they're having to reprogram themselves to adapt to us. And so, you know, if you think about it, it's sort of like a relationship is two people with individual programming coming together And the more we can peel those layers back between us, between ourselves and somebody else, the more unconditionally we can love because the more we can see and hear and understand and consider and think of somebody else and take them into consideration and vice versa. So that's like your first big piece. And what I'm gonna do here is we have an advanced needs course coming out and we talk a lot about how to try to understand somebody else's needs and how to open up and communicate and ask those questions and say, "What do you need in this situation?" But I'm going to leave you with this right now. If you're trying to then understand how to do that for somebody else and hold that space, you have to ask them. You know, what's going on when you leave the, the, the clothes on the floor? What's happening with your laundry? I want to understand so that I, I it's I can have the absence of judgment and anger because instead I understand what's happening. What are your programs? What are your patterns? What do you need? Or the way I communicate, if you shut down, why? What meaning do you give? And how can I communicate better so that I can get heard, but I don't hurt you either? What do you need in this situation? And so we have to take that work that we do with ourselves in terms of understanding our own wounds and being able to communicate them and share them vulnerably and question our stories and understand what we need. And we have to ask those same questions that help us get to the bottom of that in the relationships with the people around us that we love. And if we can do all of that collectively, we don't just have a securely attached relationship between two people, we have so much more. And this is what I want every insecurely attached person on this channel listening in to hold themselves to, to that standard, because it's possible. I've seen it thousands of times at this point. The relationships I personally have with people around me are like very much like that. And it's a beautiful, rewarding experience. And it doesn't have to feel like conflict is a relationship ender or some huge problem. It feels like, okay, This is something we have to talk through and work through. And we know that on the other end, we're going to become stronger and closer because of it and have more deep understanding and peel layers back with ourselves and with others. And it's this beautiful, almost like joyous and rewarding experience. And so things won't be perfect as you go through this journey. It'll be tough sometimes. Not everybody's going to jump on and participate with you. But if you can do this work and hold yourself to this standard, you're gonna find people who want this same thing because humans crave this type of experience. And if you can facilitate this for yourself, over time, you're gonna find that all the relationships around you that are closest to you, that you're most connected with, are the people that are having these types of conversations with you. And it's a really, really beautiful experience. So I hope everybody can understand that and can hold themselves to this standard of their communication. I can't stress enough how important this is and I hope this all makes sense and I didn't, you know, run around and and talk in circles too much, but I'm, I'm really passionate about this topic. So I just wanted to pop in here and let you know, we are running a seven day free trial to everything at the Personal Development School. This means all of the courses, literally every single one combined with the four live weekly webinars that I host with all of our students. You can come in, you can leave your camera on, you can ask questions, you can turn your camera off and just do audio, or you can type your questions in the chat and we get this live interaction for any relationship or any questions whatsoever that you have. And we also have daily community events that are hosted by trained facilitators, coaches, and we have them so that you can set up communication practice and you can work through communication scripts. There's so many different features of PDS and I would love for you to come in, try it out, check it out, see if it's for you, dive into some of the courses. You can download and print off the workbooks and I would love to see you on the other side.